Blog Talk Radio. Good evening all. This is Miss Allgood and you're listening to Spirituality is Reality. I just want to say that I'm here. I haven't gone anywhere. And for those of you that are my loyal listeners and some of you are very quiet, you're hiding, you're not commenting, you're not uh, posting anything on blogtalkradio.com, but it doesn't matter. I know you're listening because I can see it and I feel it in my soul. There's a lot that I'm saying and I on these broadcasts and there's a lot that I have to say. I want to say that I have been writing so much for these this book or these books I should say and I've also been doing a lot of uh, lectures and recordings that if any of you are interested in listening to I would love to email them directly to you. You can reach me at spiritualityisreality at gmail.com and I would I'll get in contact with you ASAP. Just uh, find me right there on Gmail. So I always have a lot to say with a little bit of time, and I want to be able to get everything in in the time allotted. And if you hear any noise in the background, please excuse that noise. It could could possibly be my dog barking. (laughs) She's very active, and she likes to bark. So if you hear her, excuse us. So I've been taking a lot of notes because so many things have been coming to my mind so quickly. I just want to make sure I get them into this broadcast. So let's do a quick review about what we were talking about roughly two weeks ago. If you're online right now, you can see that we talked about the laziness of man costing him his life. It really sounds like something to the 100th power, very extreme, But when I entitle these broadcasts, there is a reason why I entitle them the way I do. It's it's not for uh, sensationalism or to get attention, even though that's what they should be doing. I really mean what I'm saying. Man has not been doing any work on himself. The work that man has been doing in the world has been entirely for his corporeal desires and his corporeal needs Uh, man works on and some people don't work by the way but there are people that work and they do these things because they have to have a roof over their head food shelter clothing so man does all of those things because he needs to he feels he needs to he says if i don't do those things how will i be able to support myself how will i sustain my family how will i sustain myself so these are things that must be done So man focuses all, uh, the majority of his life, I should say, and all his attention and everything into what he does in the world or the lack thereof because some people aren't doing those things, but there are other things that they are doing. And I still say that they're lazy. A man can get up every day and go to work and still be lazy. We need to understand and be clear about what I mean by laziness, and also what I mean by working. So I'll talk about working. The work of man has to do with not so much of what he's physically doing, but what he is inwardly doing. The work of man is his drive. It is his inward force that causes him to act in his external world. So the real work that a man does or or how a man acts in his external world comes from his inward drive. 
And when we talk about uh, man having to do work and being lazy and not wanting to do work, this work is of himself. Man's job here on earth while he is alive, and I said this in the last broadcast, because you can't get this done when you're in the grave, is on himself. Man is here to work on his character. And the character of man is unseen because man is really an unseen spiritual force. Friends, I am revealing this straightforward. Uh, There are no metaphors. uh, There's no reference to any scriptures. This is coming straight from me out of my soul, and it's very direct. Man is a force of nature, and he can use his power, which is his force, either for goodness or evil. And if man is not doing the work that he needs to do in the world, there is no possible way that he can be using his forces for goodness because goodness has to do with the work, which is service, that builds man's character. Now, we talked about this in the last broadcast. Man ignores his heart and he does not feed his mind. Man feeds his body, but he does not feed his mind. You see, man thinks that if he goes to school and he receives a higher education and he receives degrees and all of this, that he's educated. But what man doesn't realize is education and knowledge is of the self. To go to school and sit down in the classroom and have an instructor or teacher uh, show you how to do math, teach you of all the classics in literature, or anything else, anything else you're learning, doesn't necessarily constitute education. Why? Because man still has no knowledge of himself. And some people may be listening to me and saying, well, what do you mean by that, Miss Allgood? What do you mean by knowledge of the self? Man is a mysterious entity. Man lives in his world. He acts in his world. He gets up every day, he goes about his business, but he doesn't understand how he thinks, he doesn't understand his motive, he doesn't understand uh, his action. He doesn't understand where he comes from, who he is, or where he's going. That's what I mean by man has no knowledge. And the only way man can understand who he is, why he acts the way he does, why he feels the way he does, why he uh, is interested in what he's interested in, the only way man can understand this is if, He takes the time to heed the voice of his own soul, which is of the heart. And when man does this, this also feeds his mind. Now, some may be saying to themselves, well, I I don't even know what the voice of my heart sounds like. I've never heard that before. Every single person breathing has an inner voice, and that voice is their own. That is the voice of God which is the voice of your own heart. It's your own voice. If you are looking for another voice outside of you to tell you how to live or what to do, you're lost. Why is it that man feels that he cannot trust the voice of his own heart? It is because we are in a world that is constantly telling us, and I mean it's reinforcing this every single day, that we don't know anything, that we are ignorant, that we are foolish, that we are uh, not able to know what's best for us, 
that we should listen to the experts. We should listen to the scientists, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, the therapists, the life coach. This is the world we are in. We are in the world of so-called experts, and these people know what's best for us, but for whatever reason, we don't know what's best for ourselves. It's really an insult to the intelligence of man. Man is a homo sapien. He is the wisest and most intelligent of all creatures. Yet, he doesn't even know how to live among his fellow men. Man has not learned how to get along with his fellow men. Man has not learned of his own inner nature. Man has not learned that he is a beast. Man has not learned that he has a divine nature. Man has not learned that he needs to do the work of service. Man doesn't know any of these things. He has no idea of his relation to the universe and that he is universe. He doesn't understand the symbolism of eclipses, of the stars, of the zodiac. He has no knowledge, yet he's arrogant and he thinks he knows everything. And because he's arrogant, he refuses to hear the words that I'm speaking and many others will speak. And many others have spoken and will continue to speak. See, the problem is this. Man doesn't want to know anything having to do with the spirit. And that is because his mind is enslaved. His soul is enslaved. And his soul is in a box. And this box is known as shadow box. And shadow box is also cell block, which the symbol of that is a cube. And that is the state of man's mind. It's locked in a box. And the reason why man's mind and his will is imprisoned is because he does not know that he has the power to free himself from his material narrow-mindedness. You see... The work of man is to serve his fellow men, and in this service, he builds his own character. Man's inward drive, or his force, is what causes him to act in the world. And man's action, all his action is based upon his will, which I said is also strength, or his desire, which is weakness. Now, will and desire are really the same. They're just inversions of one another. The desire we said would be the lower half of man, the lower half of his body, uh, which is coming from his sex organs. Uh, that's where his desire comes from. But his will also comes from there as well. You see, the power or the life force of man comes from his drive, and his drive comes from his sexual nature, which is not really the physical sex organs, but it is the vital force energy that man is. Now, the motive is based on who a man believes himself to be. And I've said in prior broadcasts, or maybe I haven't, I'm going to get into this very, very soon in detail, that uh, the motive has to do, or man's motive, which is his will or his desire, has to do with man's self-worth. Man defines himself based on what he believes about himself. And what a man believes about himself goes back to his own self-worth. You see, a man is an entity, and it is up to him while he's in the world to define himself, to give himself an I, capital letter I, identity. At this present time, man has not developed his spiritual, 
capital letter I, which gives him an identity. In order for man to develop his capital letter I, which is his spirit or his spiritual center, which is the center of his power, man has to serve his fellow men. Now this is where we get back into uh, the whole topic of tonight, which is laziness. Now I talked about the will, and I'm going to be talking about a lot of things, so just just bear with me and um, if you have any questions about what I'm saying, feel free to call in. This will, which is the strength of man, is very mysterious and very little is understood about it. But this is only because man has lost the knowledge of his spirit self. The will is really the active vital force that defines man. And it is man's reason for existing. Now, in most souls, the will is in prison. We just said that. It's enslaved. And it's enslaved by this inverse nature known as desire. And it is the desires of men that feed their corporeal. And this is what keeps a man selfish and lazy. And because of man's selfishness and laziness, he's not functioning as a free-willed, self-defined spiritual entity. You see, man, is he's a fool, and I say this all the time, because he thinks that uh, free will means that he can do whatever he so desires. Friends, that's the problem. Man does nothing but appease his insatiable hunger for greed and lust. And this is because man is without his spiritual element or his spirit self. And without this capital letter I, which is the spirit self, man is a wretch. And I've said this before. Man, when he does not develop, his spirit self is wretched. Man lives in this lower nature or this inverse nature called desire, and he lives, he's lazy, and he's selfish, and he doesn't want to work, and he doesn't want to do anything to, for his fellow man. Man doesn't want to do anything unless it benefits him, and that's the selfishness and that's the laziness. The two are one. They're cousins, really. Oh, my friends, man is paying a heavy price because what he's essentially doing is he's sacrificing spirituality for corporeality. Man, because he refuses to do the work of serving his fellow men, because he wants everything for himself and he doesn't want to work, he doesn't want to serve, he doesn't want to build his character, he doesn't want to be stronger because that's what's happening. I mean, when this work of service is done in the world, man gets stronger. His will becomes stronger. And once the will is stronger, the desire, which is the inverse nature, it's the same thing, the same force. Once man's, the force that man is, is his will. But the inverse nature of the will is desire. And when man begins to do the work of sharing, which I told you is of the law, universal law, Universal law, friends, is sharing. It is reciprocity. The wheel of life does not turn without man sharing with his fellow man. Man turns this wheel through his force, and this force comes from his heart. It is the heart of man that is his active drive or driving force, which is the will. So when it is genuine and it is in the heart of man to uh, serve, his fellow men, he will do so. Now, this service, I said before, is not contrived. It's not, oh, I'm giving to charity. 
I'm a good person. Oh, I'm volunteering at the food pantry. I'm a good person. Oh, I go to church. I go to the mosque. I'm a good person. Oh, I've never stolen from anybody. I've never killed anybody. I'm a good person. That's not the way this works, my friends. If it were if it were that easy, many more people, many more people would be living on a, on in a on rather a spiritual level that is very very high where spiritual knowledge has been imparted unto their souls. And that's not the case. Man has no knowledge of himself because he hasn't done this work. You see, knowledge and wisdom come with doing this work. Prudence comes from doing the work. And you cannot contrive it. You cannot say, oh, I'm going to do this, excuse me, and do that. That's false humility, which is all uh, modern-day religion is. Real religion is spontaneous. Real religion is done and is, is who the person is. And real service or real action that is of love, it's done when it's needed. It's done when it's needed. You see, man thinks that if he plans his entire life, He says, I'm going to follow the laws of the land, be a law-abiding citizen. Uh, That will make me a good person. And there are many laws of the land, friends, and and they're different with cultures. They're different different, uh, when it comes to societal norms. I mean, cultures change, societal norms change, and whatever the laws are at at the time or that's and a man follows them, he feels that he's a good person. But God looks at the heart of man. And he can see who a man is. And who a man is is his moral character. The very thing that man refuses to work on. Man is lazy because he can't see what he's getting out of working on his spiritual capital letter I. Men cannot see the benefit of, of receiving spiritual knowledge. They can't understand for the life of them why I would even be on Blog Talk Radio saying what I'm saying, because it's not putting food on the table. Men can't see where doing uh, anything that you're not getting paid for is doing anything for you. What are you getting out of that? What are you getting in return? You need to get something. You need to make some kind of money off of that. If you're not making any money off of it, what's the point? God doesn't want you to be poor. God doesn't want any of his children to be poor. Yes, that's what the mainstream so-called religious people say. But I'm here to tell you that God doesn't look at poverty having to do with money or lack thereof. Poverty in the eyes of the Lord has to do with not having any sense of spiritual identity. That's poverty in his eyes. But you see, man doesn't know that because he's an arrogant fool. And he wouldn't accept anything that I have to say because he doesn't want to let go of his world. And the reason why he doesn't want to let go of his world, and what I mean by world is the whole structure that enables him to fulfill his corporeal desires. You see, man is always, need some water tonight. One moment. Man has always been covetous, friends. That's in his nature to be covetous. It's in his nature to be greedy. It's in his nature to lust, to have lust, because he lusts after what his eyes see. You see, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. 
So that's in the nature of man. These are all the things that enslave a man, the will of man, if he does not humble himself to do this wonderful work of service. And like I said, this is a work that is totally spontaneous, that one cannot contrive. One uh, does this work in the moment. He lives his life and goes about his business like he normally would, and when he is needed, he is there for his fellow men. He's not thinking in his heart, what am I going to get out of this? I'm going to lose. I don't have enough. We can't do this. It's not benefiting me. You see, those are all thoughts of a selfish, lazy man. And I'm telling you, uh, here I am plain as day talking to you, that those men are not getting anywhere. As a matter of fact, they will be retarded, which means that they will not evolve. You see, what's happening right now is, friends, we are at the end of an age. And an age just has to do with a revolutionary cycle of the spiritual sun. The spiritual sun is not the ball of uh, gases and fire that we can see with the two eyes on our faces. The sun has to do with the illumined ones or the souls that have been illumined, the souls that have spiritual knowledge and wisdom. This is a complete soul or solar cycle of the illumined ones or the illuminati. And when this cycle is complete, it is the end of an age. The completion of a cycle has to do with returning from whence one came. One comes from the sun and one returns to the sun. The sun, I told you, is the illumined mind, which is the universal soul where all things come from. So this end of age is here. And at the end of an age, two things are happening, but they're really the same thing. You have spiritual men that are here on earth in the physical realm, in the physical plane, that are returning to their spiritual uh, existence, meaning that their minds are becoming totally spiritualized. And they're going to realize this, and they're going to know it. And they are taking a leap. And they not only are they taking a leap, leap rather an evolutionary leap I'm talking about. Not only are they taking an evolutionary leap, uh, they are also taking others with them along on this evolutionary leap. Now, there are also some others who refuse to uh, want to know anything spiritual. They are, refusing, they are refusing it now as I speak, and they will refuse it, uh, continue to refuse it as time goes on. And this knowledge that I speak to you on these broadcasts is coming out. It's going to be mainstream knowledge, mainstream talks. Uh, we're going to hear about it in the media. We're going to hear in the mainstream media. We're going to be uh, seeing an uprising of people talking about nature, talking about uh, man and his man and his nature, talking about the state of the world. Uh, there are going to be men that are going to admonish uh, many other men for not living according to the spirit, not living according to God. Friends, that time is here, and it's because we're at the end of an age. So you have these men of light, light minds or Illuminati, and then you have these dark minds or shadows, and those minds are not taking the evolutionary leap. Friends, those minds are, 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 are devolving, and I've talked about that. They're actually taking a plunge. And this is their choice, friends, and this is because they're selfish and they're lazy. You see, this laziness costs man his life. Man, because he does not want to work on his character, he does not want to serve his fellow man. He's selfish, he's lazy. Because of this, he will not evolve. 
Now, what does this evolution constitute? This spiritual evolution has to do with the cleansing of man's mind. It is essentially the breakdown of matter or the destruction of matter and the construction of the new mind or new man, which is spiritual. It is a whole new way of looking at life. It is a whole new way of living. It is a way of living where the motive is no or will is no longer enslaved. The will of men will now be free. Men will be stronger. Right now, with this evolutionary leap, men will no longer be down down in their desire, a slave to their will. The will will be set free. And this is the truth that the Christ Jesus was talking about. You see, friends, very few people know about that. They quote uh, that scripture, the truth shall make you free, not knowing what this truth is. The truth is the spiritual truth. And this spiritual truth has to do with who man is. It is the identity of man, the capital letter I. So, and this I is enslaved. So when the capital letter I is free, which is the truth of man that must be free, when that truth is free, Man is now standing on his own two feet and he is able to rise above his bestial nature, which is also his corporeal nature. Friends, if you look at the state of the world, look at it right now. Man is living on the lowest level and, he's, and it's getting worse. Man is killing for no reason. Friends, there's no reason to kill. There's no justification for murder, whether it's war or whether it's Friends, there's no justification for any kind of evil. You've been told that it is, but that's a form of brainwashing. <clears throat> Man is living the lowest. He's at his lowest point. And when a man is at his lowest point, he's also at his highest point, which is equilibrium. So all of this is happening simultaneously, friends. It's not going to be, you know, one thing happens and then another thing happens. At this very moment, while man is living at his lowest point, he is also thriving at his highest point. There are spiritual minds that are growing, they are evolving, and they are waiting to come forth when they are needed. And they will be needed, friends, very soon, because I'm telling you we are on the verge of a serious financial collapse. And the reason why I mention the financial collapse, and I have very little time left, is because that is what hurts men. You see, many will die in war, many will die in bloodshed, but man doesn't, that doesn't change man, that doesn't really get him to really look at himself and see that he's the cause of his own problems. It's when a man's money, when a man's money is tampered with, that's what opens his eyes. Because money is the, the uh, foundation of and the seat, rather, of the desires of men. I'll use that word. It's money. You've heard the, the saying, money makes the world go round. That's what I mean. I told you, these lazy men are only working for money. You can't work for money. Not if you really want to be sustained, spiritually, that is. You see, sustainability really has to do with spiritual, excuse me, spirituality not corporeal reality. That's an illusion. Because 
It is the mind of man that has given him life and will and power, not his corporeal desire. That does nothing but drag him down. It's doing it now. It's doing it now. Man's desires, his lusts for power, greed, he's he's too ambitious, is the reason why he's in the state that he's in now. And he can't rise above it because he's lazy and because he's selfish. Man is lazy because he does not want anything having to do having to do with the spirit. That's why he's lazy. And because he refuses to accept, he, excuse me, he doesn't want to accept the spirit because he doesn't see how the spirit will benefit him personally. Man lives for personal benefit, and that's the problem. But I'm telling you now, it's costing him his life. Friends, I have to go now, but you know I love talking to you, and I will continue to talk. Remember, email me if you want any of uh, my lectures. Any of my lectures, I'll send them to you as an MP3. And until next week, hopefully, uh, God bless you all.